421 on the DWS News Hour. The mayor of Champaign is Deb Finan, and she joins us for her monthly appearance with us to catch us up on city happenings and more. Mayor Finan, thanks so much for joining us here on the line. Hello, how are you? We're uh, no complaints. It seems to be busy, even though some things aren't busy. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, I wanted to dive right in, and I hate to just go right into somber topics, but it is, it's is—it's a big one, and it's an important one. As uh, yesterday, you and several other uh, city and civic leaders held a news conference to address the surge in gun violence in the city. It's about double by uh, measurements, uh, various measurements, than what it was at this time last year. Um, it's terrible and it's tragic, I know. And even if, uh, you know, certainly loss of life, but even um, just the, you know, injuries that can come with it and the way it can really damage um, neighborhoods and communities. So I know it's important to you and Chief Anthony Cobb and uh, several others. Um, you know, is there is there something different in your mind about this time around? It's not the first time that it's had to be addressed in the city of Champaign, and it won't be the last. Is there? And right now, it it seems like it's all over the country in some spots. So I just wondering if this feels different to you, maybe because of the pandemic. Well, then that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I think that our normal inclination is to bring people together to gather neighborhood groups, to, um, you know, kind of do take back the night kinds of walks or prayer groups, um, and to be actively involved in the areas where we are seeing the uptick in violence. That is almost impossible when you can't gather in groups. (laughs) And so um, it's been hard. I also think that a lot of the programs that might normally be available for kids to kind of keep them out of trouble during the summer don't exist right now. And so we have, you know, bored young people that unfortunately have access to guns and, you know, there isn't much going on. We're seeing house parties and street parties and, you know, things that normally occur during the summer, but they're at a heightened level because you can't go anywhere else. So is it different in the, in times past? Uh, there's been maybe outside elements that have contributed to violence. Uh, you contributed to gangs, uh, whatnot. Is it seem more... Um, I guess simpler in in that sense. You know, I I I don't know that it's simpler. I you know there are so many so many things that cause violence, and you know that was part of the press conference yesterday. Is you know sort of an appeal to to kids that you know that they are loved, that their their lives are worth something, as are their friends' lives. Um, and you know i i don't know that it that i can boil it down to you as just it's simple this time yeah. you know it's economic lack, lack of economic opportunity which is heightened in you know poor black neighborhoods during the pandemic um you know the pandemic has hit um 
African-American communities harder and essential workers and lower income workers harder. So, you know, there are just a lot of factors that are playing into what is going on. Yeah, and I appreciate that. That's a very valid response. Is I wasn't implying that these issues are ever simple. There's always so many layers to them. Um, and, and I think there's, you know, for some folks, uh, you know, there is a natural response. Uh, well, I, how, what can I do about it? And, you, you know, there's the aspect of what, what can you do with, from city government standpoint? There's the police aspect, but there's also the, the social programs that may or may not be available. But somebody might be listening just going, how can I help? And is, is that where you kind of say, well, turn to your local civic organizations, to churches or whatnot? Yes. I mean, we also have the Community Coalition, and that has continued to meet via Zoom. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get it wrong. Are we on the third, third, third Wednesday? So it's the fourth Wednesday. All I know is you and I moved our radio. <laughs> yeah, this is number <laughs> so four. Community, yeah, so Community Coalition meets number three, or, um, however that works. Um, but they can find it on the city website. Don't, don't go by um, my remembering what day, <laughs> day it may meet. Um, but it continues to meet, and that's a great place to pour your energy in additionally you know at the press conference Tracy Parsons who runs our community coalition mentioned a variety of um, different organizations that are active in the community um, trying to be involved with our youth and trying to um, also provide trauma-informed care so to reach out to family members who um, when they have had an incident of gun violence that has impacted their family, you can get get involved that way. You can get involved in a neighborhood organization. We've had three new ones that have started, and we are trying to prompt new ones in all of the apartment complexes where we have had a growing violence problem so that neighbors know each other, that they you know are watching out for um, people who don't belong there, so that they can report that to the police so that, um, you know, kind of have an eye on the kids in the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. um, just like my next door neighbor used to do, right? If you weren't home <laughs> when you were supposed to be or you were out messing around, they were calling your parents and letting them know. And uh, so we are trying to build those kinds of relationships. Talking with Champaign Mayor Deb Fine, and by the way, the Community Coalition does meet on the second Wednesday of each month, according to its website. Thank you. Yes, next meeting is <laughs> August twelfth, according to their their website. You um, saved me. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, is there an aspect where you feel like, well, we're, I mean, we're just doing what we can do here, and and it just, and you don't leave it like that, but. Um, you know, these, this is just a, a frustrating situation for everyone. Well, so I think there has to be at least a two-pronged approach, right? So part of it is about policing and swift justice. But the other piece of it is what are we doing to change our community for the better? Um, and those are the kinds of things that I think the city of Champaign has really been engaging in and um, you know, has plans to continue to engage in things like see you fresh start and goal getters. And, you know, we had proposed prior to the pandemic, the um, 
children and family support um, that was going to be a joint partnership with Unit 4. And at the time, we had thought that both the city and Unit 4 would both put in about $500,000. So we'd have about a million dollars for a program that was going to reach out to um, families that were not that were struggling within the district school district um, if a kid needed help we were then going to help all the kids in the family and um, the adults in the family with things like you know job training and um, mental health services and social work and food whatever they needed we were going to try to help provide that to stabilize the family I am concerned because we're $8 million in the hole now with our budget and it's growing. So I don't know where that money is going to come from. Maybe we will be able to get a grant that would allow us to continue that program. But it's that kind of realization that it can't just be about the arrests that we make. It can't just be about confiscating the guns. It's about success for these families and kids. And, you know, the pandemic is making it harder. Um, Unit 4 is doing a great job at trying to figure out how they're going to provide education for kids. Um, but as kids get sent home, if we, you know, if the schools have to close down at any point um, over this next school year, I don't think it's out of the question to think that might happen. Um, we need to make sure that kids have access to the internet, that they have Chromebooks, that they can continue to learn so we don't lose a whole generation of kids. All of those things impact gun violence moving forward. It might not solve our problem today, but it's going to be the thing that makes a difference 10 years from now. And with that, speaking of complex problems that we'll try to boil down into a question and a short answer, um, sure. <laughs> the Unit 4, it looks they're moving now to more of a, a hybrid model where some students will be in and some will be virtual, and they're trying to prioritize who gets to be in person based on need. Um, has the school district asked for your input? Have you advocated for anything? Uh, or have you been hands-off in this because it is you know, a school district's decision? It is school district's decision. I respect the people who are making those decisions. I think that is the hardest place to be right now. I would not, you know, lawyers always say I wouldn't trade files. I wouldn't trade files with them um, and be on the school board for anything. Um, I think they're, you know, they have hard choices in front of them. I certainly talk to them. I mean, we, we all know each other well, and I, I talk to them. Um, and, you know, I think that the city needs to continue to work with the district to try to be creative about things like access to the Internet or access to, you know, resources for um, low-income communities. So the kinds of things that we can help with, we certainly will, but I am going to respect their decisions with respect to the things that are their choices to make. Mayor Finan, uh, thanks for joining us. There's a lot to uh, weigh here. I appreciate your time with us and giving us insight. Thank you. Bye-bye. All, right. All right. Mayor Deb Finan, uh, mayor of the city of Champaign. 433, we'll get to local news in a moment.